Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Hi there. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we just hang podcast. on. Well, I can't recall a time when What's I up, guys? So Welcome to episode number 133 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Josh Gerlach. Boom. Nailed Finally. it. Finally. Nailed it. I almost, I almost didn't again. We were, we were really close. I you, thought you thought about it and you nailed it. Oh man! Uh, night three, the Houston's High Bank Nationals uh, has concluded. Logan Schuhart, the winner. We'll talk that. Uh, ton of late model stuff. Um, bunch of things around around racing tonight. Um, a couple of bad wrecks, uh, but it seems like drivers are ending up okay from those. Uh, We'll recap it all, uh, obviously, with the primary focus on the $250,000 to win High Bank Nationals A-Main coming up on Saturday. Uh, But first, we want to thank the Carl Auto Group. No, I I wanted to get really weird with with the ad today, but I I don't know. I mean, if if normal is not weird. Yeah, well, it just keeps getting weirder. You know what I mean? You show up to a hotel and you see a Bible in a drawer. Did you know that's like not like a hotel thing? There's people that just put those in there. I found that out a week ago when I went to buy a car at the Carlotto Group, and I was so perplexed by it, I walked out. So I'm a bad customer, but I know you guys are way better than me. Get down there, help those guys out, support them. They are our premier partners, uh, and they do a lot for us. So. Do what you can, support them. Uh, Go tweet them and tell them that we're awesome. That's like, you can lie if you want, if you don't think that. Yeah, but you don't have to lie. No, I don't think... We're awesome and they're awesome. I don't think anyone has to lie. Chase Randall won't, because I did him really shitty with that thumbnail. That thumbnail's bad. He uh, didn't deserve that. Well, (laughs) 
it's this perplexing thing. And it, it maybe tomorrow's my eighth night of my career covering the high bank nationals at, at the freaking center of where there is no internet, or at least there is enough internet to send a tweet. But if the tweet has a video attached to it, then there is not enough internet to do, do so. So, uh, I had cropped it out at the track perfectly. So it, it fixed it. And then I forgot to, when we drove home and I could actually post it, but I tried to post it twice at the track after everyone left. No, sounds Nothing. like an excuse, but we'll, we'll let it slide. I got a lot of excuses. Don't even try. I, I got so many excuses in my sleeve. It's unbelievable, but pretty good night though, huh? Oh man, well, Logan Schuhart had a good one. Uh, $20,000 richer uh, for the shark racing group. Um, and talk about like, we're going to recap tonight. I promise. But I, I don't think it's easy to grasp how big 250,000 is. The millions of the million, that's fine. And we're not there. And the guy that wins this race probably won't win the million. If I'm, you know, unless it's Larson. Feel, even even then Larson, that's like, a lot of money. and it, it, tonight it felt like oh everyone's forgetting kyle larson's around here running around and you know we'll see how things swing out tomorrow night but 250 grand that's 25 world of outlaw wins yeah normally. regular regular world of outlaw races um it's a lot of outlaws uh i was asking logan like how big would it be and he's like it's big for us when we win one world of outlaws race Puts it in perspective. So you imagine 25, especially for that team to do what they're doing, like like probably one of the biggest projects of my career I could work on it at some point. It, it really needs to be the right time to do it uh, is the rise of, of shark racing. It's it's very similar to Frederick Row Racing in NASCAR, uh, but they didn't go bankrupt. Thankfully, they, it seems like they have a better grasp of finances over at shark racing. Uh, it's just freaking weird to say, I don't know how you can win a NASCAR championship and go bankrupt. It's, it's confusing, uh, where money goes and, and where money comes from is, uh, certainly not on the table. Yeah. Uh, a lot of places in motorsports. So obviously support your favorite drivers, support guys that gotten wrecks and stuff like that. Um, just guys you like but massive massive race tomorrow second highest paying race of the year nationally um i'd say i don't want to put a number on like how big it is i don't want to do that but uh logan wins tonight gets it done uh we do have the points all set i was not smart enough to have them on my phone when i started that sentence at least one of us does (laughs) Who's second? You got Logan Schuhart. I didn't realize is actually one point ahead of Buddy Kofoyden. There you go. Logan is at eight sixty three. Buddy's at eight sixty two. They both dropped their first night. Um, Gravel is third, and Spencer Baston is fourth. Yeah, and we have stopped cutting off cutting off the top four because we kind of we kind of assume they do four qualifiers because it, I I don't know why we said. I think coming into the week, we it was last year's top four for sure, right? It's a little. It, it has been a little murky this week. So they they're doing six. It sounds like unless they have five guys drop out overnight, um, we're going to talk about it like it's six because we don't anticipate a lot of guys dropping out just because. In here's why at Knoxville for the Nationals, like the E man guys, you know, it's very hard to transfer through because you don't have a lot of laps. 
well, you're thrown in qualifiers for this race. So if you get into a, a NASCAR truck series, ARCA combo, uh, qualifier and, and a ton of people rack, then, I mean, you're just going forward, you well, know, you can go forward easily there. You're, you're cutting down by six, the amount of people you have to, you're dividing that number by six, the amount of people you have to go through to go forward in I, okay, actually, I should phrase it like this. You're passing six cars every time you pass one rather than starting in the E at Knoxville, and that's 100 cars, so you'd kind of be starting at the back of the C in this situation. But every pass you're going, you're, you're passing six. Right. So that that in itself is a huge deal. Um, and I don't anticipate too many people uh, backing out of that. At least out of... Uh, tomorrow night's race so we should see six which is being logan shoehart and buddy kofard are the only two locked in the king of the hill uh david gravel and hold one two i'm talking talking while i count again um if you guys enjoy that at home sorry you did a good job so so here's the front rows of all the qualifiers it'll be david gravel and tyler courtney on qualifier one spencer baston geo selzy on qualifier two uh, Brad Sweet and Kyle Larson in qualifier three, uh, and then Carson Macedo and Brian Brown on qualifier four. Five is Sheldon Hodenshield and Kerry Madsen, and six will be Rico Abreu, Bill Baylog. Uh, and down below, uh, lots of names uh, thrown around in the mess. I th- we, I, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk to the race tonight before we really dive into points, or do you want to just keep going yeah. to points? But no, let's let's knock out tonight, and then we can look, yeah. look forward right. to, to tomorrow with the but, points. So yeah, I like you were telling me earlier, Logan Schuhart, super fast. I mean, he he never looked back after he got the lead back from Spencer, uh, and that that was kind of where it was all said and done. I was kind of surprised because you don't see a ton of people drive away from Buddy Kofoid at Husets. Uh, and the track was kind of one lane dominant. Um, I do want to say, I, I wish they would be a little less proactive on the track and let it rubber if it rubbers. I, I think they're trying to get rid of that reputation. And yeah, I don't know. I, That's I a just tough look though, too, because then I just think just be yourself with the tire situation, too. You know, you, you hear those concerns throughout the, the, the pits. I don't know how real those are. I blatantly honest with you what Hoosier says about, and this is my opinion, solely my opinion. I'm not trying to talk bad about Hoosier. I'm not saying that Hoosier said these things publicly, but if you're, and this is through word of mouth of drivers, pit crew members, garage area people, if you're a Hoosier worker and you're surprised at these comments, this has been said to me 70 times. I'm not exaggerating whatsoever. I asked tire questions for the past two years because of the tire shortage. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. The excuses I've heard about Hoosier have been it takes too long to train employees and we can't find enough of them. So it takes six months or so to train an employee and there's not enough people applying for jobs to make the tires. Okay, pay them more. That's my opinion in response to what I heard of excuses, obviously. Pay them more. There's some rumors circulating that they might be expecting another shortage coming up. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. I frankly, whatever time it takes to make tires, it takes that time. Okay. I get that. The excuse of it's a supply issue can be thrown out the window now. 
after the pandemic got over and and we got back to things how they normally were three years later we're still using that excuse i don't know if they are i haven't heard that we it's heard. all on employee and stuff like that we've heard a lot of one-sidedness like yes if we could get and i it's some, some, some seriously anyone oh it, anyone if there's anything we say that someone wants to refute i open invite i will put you on this microphone with me and you can tell me why i why this guy is wrong and why me talking to him and asking his opinion and him giving it to me just relaying what we hear yeah so i i don't know if that's bs or not i don't know if that's coming we'll see i'm gonna ask around try to find out more my deal is the excuses i hear about hoosier and the tires and everything get really old and they don't make a lot of sense and the people i do get to ask about them like frankly are not high ranking enough to answer them so it's kind of tough with stuff like that and i think luckily this this week we haven't really seen a lot of tire failures and, and issues with the tires Thankfully, no on, we haven't uh, seen rubber down on top either. of everything like the tires have been better this year yeah in I, terms of less delamination issues and less thing and i think the number one rule of race cars is race cars when you put them on the racetrack there are ways that they will find to make the impossible possible like ending up on top of a fence in a tree tire delamination situation all that stuff yeah they will find a way to get to a spot that you don't think any race car would ever end up there that is very true seen that nascar over the years right Uh, the tire in e500 but i I still think to to not you know lose focus on the racing tonight i think it was good honestly you know i heard i think it was spencer in his post-race interview talked about how how racy it was throughout the night i mean it may not have been as you know exciting if you will in the feature tonight but you also had like the really fast guys right up front tonight as well and that's my thing and that's just how that's how it goes sometimes you know you can't have a banger every single night i don't know do we know the a main laps for tomorrow how long Uh, it is reportedly 50 laps i think but i can i can look into that i and, and honestly i think that i think that they can handle that especially with what the forecast looks like overnight I don't think moisture in the track is going to be an issue, you know. Um, I think trying to work that into the surface and having a, a good surface to race on is going to be the, the issue. Yeah, and that's that, where it's to be seen, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm I'm again reverting my opinion back to. But I don't want to prep the track exactly I, like you prepped it tonight and yesterday. Yeah, but in the, but they've been doing that too. So like. Yeah, it, I mean there was you, you, there was lulls because the high line was so much faster than the low, and there's too much moisture on but, the low. But we're not bitching about oh you know it was rubber down in the heat races and stuff like that. So props to Houston. I think their track their track crew has. Done don't get me job. wrong, they're fine. Like they're doing they're doing exactly what they want to do. Yeah, I'm, but I mean they were getting. I'm shit. challenging what we want to do. But they've been, but, they've gotten shit on for most of their weekly stuff. You know for yeah the reputation so. of getting rubber down at Houston is a little overblown. Um, if you watch every Sunday like I do. Um, but it, I, but it, it has been a, a valid concern of the last you know month or so with with the weekly shows. I agree, but like what, it hasn't been an issue. When we had Carson on, you know, it's it, if the track rubbers down, it's going to rubber down, and usually the best races are when it rubbers down right at the end. And you know, if you're going to shoot for that uh, 50 lap race and doing that like that, that is uh, really a recipe for success. The way they're going about things now, I think um so hopefully that'll be good tomorrow and please don't bitch at me for saying like the qualifiers are gonna suck 
if they suck they suck like you want your your finale to be the the best race no but you put the fast guys in the fast spots like you could line them up in the a right now i'm not saying they should line them up in the a and run three races and have that be the only thing that runs that's not what i'm trying to do here i'm just saying like the fast guys were the fast guys and that format dictated that and it delivered it and so if the qualifiers are you know they finish how they start basically you know i don't think it's a bad thing at all i think that's what you kind of expect to happen are you looking for the lap count officially i am that's the other thing if you like these big races post your damn format in a in a place that's easy to find i was gonna say i've been looking you you imagine being a casual fan and doing this this is dumb as hell it is a little frustrating there's fans before the start of the race tonight asking how long the A main was. There's people coming up to me and asking what the format was. Like, and to be sell fair, it's, sell it's, a program that advertises Cusets and put a roster in there and throw a format in there. You know. And to be fair, it's tough to hear in the infield, so like we, we can't hear that. We can't really hear. Oh, they, yeah, they so. cannot hear the announcers or anything. I don't know. Can you hear it outside? Up top or on in the stands, I mean. Yeah, when I've been in the stands, that, that's not an issue, like it is at some tracks. So, um, we've kind of veered off a little bit. I know so. we're complaining too to, much. To get, it's mostly my issue. I, I'm just tired. I don't really have many complaints, to be honest with you. I, I think that we've seen three really good. I don't. I'm just. Thing. I'm second guessing everything that I'm thinking is what I'm doing. Yeah, I gotta stop I, doing that. I, I give props to Houston. They've they've had great surfaces. We haven't really had to worry about rubber at all. I think there's only been maybe Wednesday may have been the closest to having it be a rubber problem. Like looking at tires of guys after the races, they're not bald, which is great. I mean, we're we're only a few years away from having that circus. You talking about Jamie Bald or no, no, <laughs> where there was that circus where there was like 15 tire blown right rears in a race, and, and thankfully we haven't had to deal with that. And I think that somebody that that's being overlooked is the the driver of that 83 Junior. That kid's been up front and a factor every single night with he's second with, in with, points. With Who's, are we overlooking him? I just haven't heard anybody talking about him. I haven't heard anyone talk about Kyle Larson tonight. It's because he didn't race. <laughs> but I mean, if Buddy had a shock issue early on in the Wednesday feature and he still battled back to, to have a hell of a finish. I mean, he's one point out of being the top point guy tonight. So yeah, we, we, that might even be getting a little bit of ahead of of who we we would maybe pick as favorites tomorrow. But yeah, now we have to do that. You look at you look at Brad though. Brad Sweet finishes fourth. He had a pretty rough first night and has bounced back to have two solid nights. And that number two car is in the top five again. It is the the billion auto guys giving out free beer today and souvenir row. That's cool. That that is a cool promotion. Why did we not go out to get the free beer? We were we stood next to it. I took you watched me take a picture of the free beer. I didn't know that it was free. When did you are you finding out right now that it was free? I am. Are you serious? The guy that I'm talking to didn't tell me. I thought I stood next to you and we watched this guy. I'll, yeah, it's free. It's, it's beer. Good. It's free. Nice. I'll take a course light. All right, we got it. I just thought it was a bar. That's even cooler. No, it, you got a, like a Brinks safe or unless safer. unless I heard something. Todd Queering's probably like. Hell yeah, Connor heard something wrong. We, we, had, we had a discussion earlier. I'm pretty tonight. sure it was free. He said that he said it was free <laughs> we had a, to the, the guy that got it. About your hearing earlier tonight. Yeah, so, what, what am I? What am I thinking? I I didn't go up and ask for a free beer, so that's my professionalism showing. I've gotten too old, out of my young ways, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I through the points like it, there has been some 
surprising Bill Baylock, 14th overall in points. I was shocked. Very quiet. To see his name so high up. He has been quiet, but he has been uh, consistent and, and pretty good uh, as well. Qualified fifth today. Uh, so that, that really helped him out. Um, I feel like a broken record bringing this up, but it, it's it stands out a lot when you're looking at the standings, seeing the 15 of Donnie shots that far down the running order. Yeah, that, could, that was the next guy I was probably going to bring. I yeah, I thought see, Austin McCarroll would be up there more. You can see I'll the get to that inside. You can see the frustration on Donnie's face a lot tonight, and I mean, understandably, he he had a hell of a run tonight, but it's just like man, it, it just has not had a had a good break all week and. It just seems like they've they've lacked the speed that you're used to seeing. You, you, I mean, you're not used to seeing the the 15 come out of the the B and be buried at, at the start of the feature. Yeah, and then you look at um, guys like Austin McCarl and Justin Henderson, Ayrton Jeniton. This track is not like a normal usage track. The guys Ryan Thames throw him into. Yeah. Uh, the guys that do well at Houston's not doing well this week uh because it's so different it, it is such a different animal because they're prepping it differently and in i think that's the beauty of dirt racing though like you never know what the track's gonna do and you know that, i i don't know i want some consistency out of results at tracks i gotta, i think that's adapt. kind of the nature of of the deal but also like the best guys are going to overcome that and that's the huge and you've seen that in the results yes you have that, that's the thing that with me with dirt racing is it's the ultimate how do you adapt and the, the guy that adapts the best wins most of the time there's there's bad breaks and bad luck and stuff but you know if, if you find out that there's three prelim nights and if you find out that oh this is way different from what i'm used to you can't you know rest on your laurels and and you know beat your head against the wall thinking that, that what normally works works when it's not the same thing that you have so yeah and that's probably frustrating for the crews and the drivers that are like man I, i'm doing really well here every other week and this is different it, it is the hardest form of motorsports to progress at quickly in terms of analytics and and how to rebound and, and do different things and it, it it's almost like there's a group of geniuses out there that have worked their way into sprint car crew chiefing and that's that's where it is you know what i mean like I you look know. at the successful guys they're they're pretty damn experienced they they keep their partnerships pretty damn longer than teams and drivers do too makes you wonder if that's that's the key to success yeah i mean it is i would agree it's, with that you can shake things out however you want but a good driver and a great crew chief is probably gonna be better than a great driver and an average crew chief in some moments so yeah. it depends uh but yeah let's let's get into um i guess who we who we think is going to take off tomorrow we didn't have a lot of real high drama here tonight yeah it was pretty calm and what's crazy though too if you look at the the final results there was a lot of passing there too i mean you had the, the oh most, tyler courtney i have the, to talk about tyler you had the most passes all week for the hard Ty, charger tyler courtney freaking i'm sorry i cut you off i did the damon thing <laughs> no I, I was gonna say the same thing leading into into tyler and, and honestly i didn't even realize that that donnie with that late red donnie was right there with tyler and would have been you know plus 15 or whatever it was too i mean you had you had a lot of passing there 
on a track that maybe wasn't the raciest, you know, we thought as the other two nights. It was tricky as hell. Yeah. Carrie Madsen spun Din- uh, Donnie, I almost called him Denny shots. Donnie shots nearly spun. Tim, um, Tim Kading spun in his heat race. Tim well. Kading. Uh, was it? There, yeah, there's more in the A with. Yeah. And they was getting guys that turn four. Um, Very experienced guys, too, that, that you don't usually yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm like at with the track prep thing is it, it just seems like they're so proactive with it that it's so different. And it's throwing guys for a loop a little bit. And. Either no way, issue. either no way, entertain, well. either way, entertain, but Tyler Courtney, <laughs> he's like, I can thank Donnie for that. I went, went down the, went down the low line and, and followed him for a, a long time. And they were hauling ass there to start the feature. I mean, I looked up and they were like, they passed four cars, this lap, two cars, this lap, three cars, the next. And before you know it, they're in the top, almost in the top 10 together. My brain is my biggest enemy when I watch from the infield at Houston speak. <laughs> It's happening so fast. I, man. Well, I keep thinking and I'm trying to check out and that's why I try to like memorize the A main lineup so that I'm not looking at looking down at my phone more. I'm already tweeting and it's like hard enough to look up, pay attention and five laps are gone, you know, Twitter fingers. Yep. Uh, we got it done though. Courtney was impressive tonight though. Cause like, I mean, he even admitted if you guys go go to our youtube and watch the tyler courtney interview he's fantastic he's great yeah we got some good stuff tonight uh also go buy our shirts what's the link it's on our pin tweet on always race day on twitter twitter.com yeah it's set up it's set up through raygun uh so i think there's a way i can link it to our website but i don't believe that that's ever been done Um, make it happen probably should at some point <laughs> but yeah uh hopefully the winner says something cool tomorrow i'll put on a shirt man we were talking about that Thank earlier that. tonight the being there and seeing what that celebration is going to be like it's going to be electric kind of what we need to get bigger to make like the dumb t-shirts i want to make it's one that says can you shut the fuck up about rubbering down at houston's <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like some of the stereotype things we see that it's like the same argument every time. And that's the funny thing about big sprint car races is like Twitter always goes back to the same arguments. I would even argue it's not even big sprint car races. I mean, people are are always going to complain about the track. No, no, no. It's the big ones because that's what well, what happens is more people more are watching. Eyes. I was yeah. say, there's more eyes on it, so it gets amplified. But I mean, nobody's ever happy at the end of the night. And, plus with social media, it, it can be a cesspool anyway. So yeah that into the the mix too but yeah i mean courtney courtney passed a lot of guys i mean even brock zierfoss you know i didn't realize that he he moved up from 20th to 14th he you know from the outside i know we didn't get a chance to talk to him but it looked like they were they had he spun some struggles. Right? he spun in the yeah. day they had some struggles tonight i think that they had maybe had some motor stuff going on early on and um it's good to see him move forward in the feature it's a massive result for yeah. night with motors probably good, motors like that probably a good good confidence boost going into Probably what's going to be a tough, tough night tomorrow, but, uh, you know, you're still alive and you can still make that, that day and have a chance. It is assuming it's 50 laps. And I would assume that if the prelims were 35, yeah, it, it makes 40 sense. or 50, it is a big undertaking to figure out what you think is going to happen in that race and when things are going to go wrong. I think we have a potential to see 
it depends who makes the A, but we have kind of a potential to see with who the drivers in this race and the drivers that I think are going to make the race. Like 20 laps of we're going to wait, we're going to stay patient, and then I'm going to make my move. Yeah. You see it with the long crown jewels, like even in Knoxville, like you just yeah. you make it to the halfway point. To and, well, I'm saying what, it, what I'm trying to say is to see it here is going to be something that's pretty wild. The chess game yeah. that comes into play. Yes. I'm excited. I'm very excited for that aspect. I mean, look at last year, Sheldon winning on the last lap. Look at the first two prelim nights this year. David Gravel, Gravel second by, you know, less than a quarter of a second combined in two races. I mean, we could have one hell of a of a race and a finish tomorrow night, you know, for just a, a cool quarter million dollars. That's pretty awesome. Let's draft. We at Daytona or Talladega? We're in draft. We're in draft our teams for tomorrow. Oh. It's just a me and you competition. You're springing me on. You're springing this on me, huh? Uh, you can't. You can't let guys prepare for it. I've been preparing all night for it. Yeah. I had this in my head on Monday. Bullshit. <laughs> I asked. I asked Kyle Larson if I should pick him or not. I mean, that's a dumb question. We almost knocked over a beer here. That's why I got quiet all of a sudden. And by by we, it's me. <laughs> At least he admits it this time. <laughs> I'll give. I will give you the first pick. We don't even have to snake. Well, I don't even know what the rules. You haven't even laid the rules out. You pick a guy. I pick a guy. We pick our top five. Average finish. And we see who wins. All right. So I, I got to remember to update the standings and stuff and calculate what we have for our, our season long competition. It's not official. So I haven't been consistent about doing it every week. I don't necessarily want to do it every week next year because I, be a, 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 I just want it to be a big race thing, you know? If I, I don't want to end up picking who I think is going to win the Xfinity race at Road America. Like that's that's like not that's like not in my. If you manage to thing. write this down, I'll be impressed. I well, I'm probably not going to write it down. Well, I, here, I'll type it in. I'll do. We're, we're getting real official now. <laughs> I'll type it on my documenting this. I'm on my notepad. <laughs> All right, we got Buddy Kofoid. That's that's one of my picks. Wow. All right, Josh. Josh, shoot my shot. Okay, well, uh, dropping all the way to the second overall pick is Kyle Larson. That's fair. It's tough. Uh, he, guys, guys, quick, guys, good. Tricky, tricky track. Got him. Uh, he's drove in like fifteen sprint car races this year. He's been outside the top five twice. So I think I got a top five lock there. For I mean, sure. I, I, I picked against him, but that's one of the worst things you can do. Yeah, I'm. What I'm. We're looking for. When I was doing betting, when I was doing betting videos uh, for NASCAR every Sunday, I every time that I would think about picking Kyle and not pick him, he'd win. Yeah. That ten win season, I think I picked four of those, and I was like, I should have just fucking picked them every week. Right. Like honestly. So are we snaking here? Or no, we... we're, I said we're not snaking. Okay. I mean, I'm giving you even more of an advantage, so it should be really stinging if you lose. Well, you know. That number two car has been pretty good. Oh, you douche. So we're going to have to go with David Gravel. All right. That's, that is fair. Um, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to the other guy. That's, that's obvious. I'm going to go Carson Macedo. Um, he is racing with a different pain tolerance than anybody in the field right now. And the kid is still the same kid that he was. Yeah. 
I'm, like, I've been really impressed seeing seeing him. Yeah, it is a goes without saying one probably one of the more impressive things i've seen uh in a long time uh you can read between the lines however you'd like to uh he i'll just he's he's got a he's got a broken rib and he's racing a sprint car yeah i will say that he was knocked out and on fire what two and a half three weeks ago and yeah he's out here in in a position to potentially win a quarter of a million it's only two weeks ago yeah that is crazy to me up again yeah snake. we're getting lost in the snake draft that yep. isn't a snake draft and, and it's just two of us picking so and, and josh is confused it, about who's picking it's this. crazy to me well because i you know i haven't had a, ch- a chance to think about this all week so yeah that's it i've been thinking <laughs> seven days in a row i've just been waiting for this moment <laughs> it's crazy to think that that the high point guy is still out there and i'm still not going to take him i'm going to go with that's you're why are you shitting what everyone shits on logan i'm not shitting you on damon everybody just shitting on logan to me i i'm not shitting on logan at all i just think that that when bill when, the, when by they, the time by the time bill listens to this he's never going to give us a logan interview again bill is awesome he, he's a super nice <laughs> yeah. guy bill Klingville is who we're talking about he's the shark racing pr director he is Awesome. the best i no i shit you not I'm, and i'm not saying this to suck up to bill i don't know if he even listens to our show he is by far the best pr director in the entire world and i'm not doing this to suck up anytime i interview either of those guys he texts me an s not an essay but like a seven page word document long text message highlighting their recent stats what they've done and and i i watched all of it i know all the information and he'll still do it it doesn't matter he'll he'll send photos with their photographer whoever they're working with at the time to credit them and he'll everything that you could possibly need bill Klingbill hooks you up with that stuff he is the nicest guy in the business when it comes to that department yeah and he brings the energy too like he he's always got the energy dude when when logan wins bill will walk around just yell in jubilation it with was, everybody and he'll do it for three hours it was so awesome like in victory lane yeah. i mean shit somebody brought up a bunch of pizzas and he was yelling about pizzas <laughs> that was awesome we'll have to just get him on sometime to talk we were talking to him about he used to do drag racing and work in the nhra um were you there for that I was not, uh, oh it's just me and damon um no he uh he used to work in the nhra and he was talking telling stories about uh the big races he covered there in in different nights and you know went to eldora to try to see logan uh win a big race there and, and stuff like that so fantastic dude and great with everything so fits right in with that team too yeah so now that you shit on him uh go ahead and pick well i didn't shit on logan. who are you gonna pick i didn't shit on logan because he, he's the he's earned the top point guy because he's been fucking good this year or this this week um but the the arguably one of the hottest guys in especially in the the biggest races this year has been rico so he he did not look the greatest tonight i'll say but uh with ricky warner, that's where i was shying away with him ricky warner turning the wrenches in a big race that guy has plenty of experience winning big races and the dude holding the steering was pretty damn good too so i'll take rico yeah i think i think I know. <laughs> oh, 
Are you this is really now? no. This, this is really tough because I I can I, mean, I can you, put the pressure back you on take, you if you don't take Logan. I guess you know. But if no no, but if if I don't take him here and I put it back on you to see if you really hate him, <laughs> that that would be kind of funny for me. Do it, coward. Who are you gonna pick? Oh man. Mm, mm. No, I'll take Logan. Okay. I, yeah, I got Logan. I know who you're gonna pick already. So. Oh yeah. Are you? Yeah, I, I know exactly who you're going to pick. You know that I'm going to pick Donnie Shots? That's not who you're picking. I'm picking Donnie Shots. No, you're not. I am picking. No, you're not. I am. No, you're not. Yep. Thank God I picked my pick then. Hell yeah. Who are you taking? Uh, Brad Sweet. I've, I've did, you, did you know you missed that or no? I've learned over many years you don't count Donnie Shots out. And he's, he has not looked like Donnie Shots this week. <laughs> that is simply the reason I didn't we're, pick him. We're going on average. On all right, finish, all right. So. He's incredibly due for a good night. Incredibly due. And if, I mean, he knows how to win the big races. I'll leave it at that. His resume speaks for itself. All right, so I got... Donnie Schatz is going to win this competition for me. Is that your fourth pick? I don't know. You're the one that has. Oh, I took Brad Sweet very quickly and didn't say anything about him. Brad, yeah, Brad is Brad Sweet is Brad Sweet, and he's fourth and wait, fifth in points. Yeah, I'm taking Brad Sweet. Hey, you can't just you know you can't just pick chalk the whole time. You got your fifth. We got to take risks. You got your fifth guy. Somebody will, uh, you know, somebody's bound to. Do you want to go deeper than five? No, we're good. Okay, take your last one. Who do I have so far? I got Buddy. You buddy, have Rico. Buddy, David, Gravel, Rico Abreu, Donnie Schatz. Um, this one's the tougher, I think. Oh boy! Uh, if you'd like to defer, I mean, we don't. Nobody's taken Spencer yet, right? So yeah, I'll take Spencer. Confidence is up there. He's had he's had really good runs, and he's looked looked really fast. So I'll go with Spencer. I, I'm sitting here looking at the points, and I'm like, outside the top ten, yeah, no one's taking Kyle Larson yet. <laughs> I'm just dumb. Uh, shoot, I guess you don't have another pick, so I, I'm kind of picking right now between James McFadden uh, and Gio Salzi. Uh Gio has looked really good this week. I'm not sure what happened to him tonight. Uh, retired from the race early, but... He's been really good lately. I, I think he's solid. My hangup is that James has been electric at, at Houston's last year. Obviously, he won this week, uh, that prelim night Thursday. But it's, it's been night and day. That's, he ended up 20th in points. I mean, look, at he qualified 48th on night one and 40th tonight. But then he was also 14th and happened to pass a lot of cars in his heat. So it just doesn't make sense to me with that he no was that he was the caution felt heat, right? Yeah, and there's no qualifying tomorrow too. So you do, you do have to factor that it's how are you racing? And I don't think we have lineups for for the qualifiers yet either. So yeah, I'll do it. My boyfriend is a huge James McFadden fan. He thinks he's hot. Um, Loves the beard. I'm going. I'm going to go with James. He's a, he's a pretty go decent 
race car driver too i'd say and, and a very likable guy he's lights on at Houston's and this is the this is he was and, three turns away from winning last year yeah and i'm it, this is where i'm like tripping over my thoughts and and it ends up in what you guys think are complaints and i'm just trying to talk out what i'm thinking um what was that you just josh just moved the microphone on me you're breaking the freaking barrier here man the sound what, what nobody can nobody can see it. Is it we're not on video i know it's just I, you're confusing me I'm just saying what comes to my head. I'm just relaxed and chill. <laughs> Got to make sure we get we we get picked up good here. Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, but no, I, I think Houston has a way of in these big races. We've seen guys emerge as as guys that are, are better at Houston. Not I don't want to say better. That are are good in these big events at Houston because I will say pound for pound regular sunday night justin henderson's the best driver i've ever seen tackle houston speedway and that i and he's done it for a long time don't give two don't give two hoots and a holler who wins saturday i i will say that about justin and he'll be modest if he heard that i was saying this he'd be like shut up no don't do that not this week you can't you can't say that this week he is he's really good and it's also weird not seeing that 24 out there too with terry mccarl he kicked ass up, up here for a long time. That's and that's my strange. that's my unique history of sprint car racing that I I didn't know that at all. Yeah, you know. I mean, he just like he did at Knoxville, he's won a ton of championships up here, and I know that he doesn't like racing with with his kids, and I totally get it. And you know, you get they the, all the changing of the they all there. fucking qualify next to each other. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> wait, hold on. Overall points, overall points. Uh, Austin Austin McCarl eighteenth. Carson McCarl 28th and I don't I, I actually by some way of of God's green earth I don't think they qualified into the same qualifier they didn't which is a miracle yeah in, in three <laughs> nights, they never they never started next it is time, which is a miracle which sucks because it's great content when I get to, when I get to remind people that they always start next to each other. They were uh, it was funny watching them dice back and forth Thursday. I didn't talk about it yesterday, uh, but it was there's like three laps to go and they're racing for fifteenth or sixteenth, and you're, you're just watching them like Carson, like so, should I throw it? Should I throw it? And the tracks kind of rubber down. <laughs> it's great watching uh both those guys uh because they are they are freaking uh awesome dudes like just very genuine very nice I need to ask about that i don't know if you've ever gotten that about how i haven't gotten no. it's like racing with your with your brother same with like tasker and and sawyer as well yeah and it's, i, it's I an think it's dynamic yeah i think it's interesting but i think you just like racing with your friend like they're, they're, you're, you're gonna win some there. you're gonna lose some yeah once the helmet goes on and you're not brothers anymore and it's just you're racing for like tonight you're racing for 20 grand possibly and yeah tomorrow you're racing for 250. do you truly believe that what just once the helmet goes on you're not friends anymore um it probably does depend on the relationship too and and would you would you like if we were brothers like and we were racing together would you be pissed like if i threw a dirty move on you or is that all fair in games because you're going to win the next one? Yeah, it's tough because like I like I don't have a, any siblings, so it's hard. To but, even, yeah, but like what you even yeah, like, you know, what would you say to that though? A dirty move, I I wouldn't like no matter who it is. 
So, oh, okay. I was just trying to give you clearance for me to take you out on the PlayStation. <laughs> well, it's, that's basically all that was for. Like, you wouldn't be able to keep up anyway. So, well, okay. We still haven't it. played. This is. It's really shitty that we're talking about this on the podcast. We still haven't gotten around to playing the game. Yeah. I mean, I was only about a half a second quicker than you at, at Bristol, but I digress. Jeez. He's talking about. He's talking about NASCAR Ignition. No one has played NASCAR Ignition in two years. Yeah. Uh, and talking about trying to get around Bristol dirt there because I I said you can't do it with without just like babying the throttle and somehow he babied the throttle all the way around on like the 46th try and got the <laughs> got the pole position I'm like what the hell is going on with this I take blame for this tangent yeah no uh, we're, we're good I am curious to hear though like if if you're listening to this tweet it always race day and and pick your top five and let's see see if we can get get some people to respond and, and see how Thank we you, dude they, we just gate we boofed them five picks are you kidding me i don't care oh, we just ugh. i mean just pick with me and you'll win but you know if you, if you want to you know skew for me or try away for me that's fine too i should just pick my friends i knew i should just pick my friends it's all right it's all right i had good picks though i'm not worried at all i thought for sure you were going to pick brad sweet when he came up i it's so dude when when you count Donnie out, that's when he wins. This is how I think about it. Like it was similar to last year, he was struggling for. That's for what a I lot think of, about Larson. But I mean, Larson is so freaking good anyway. He's got Donnie's cooled stretches seem way longer than, like. Yeah, and then boom, he wins the Knoxville Nationals. But it's he'll like, ramp it back up. He wasn't shit at Peavley last year. Yeah, and then he won the Nationals. No, I'm saying he wasn't like crap. Oh, oh, okay. oh, I got you. I'm sorry, I did phrase that poorly. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, he wasn't like 36 at Peely or anything like that. Yeah. No, that's just me. But that's the respect that he's earned over decades of doing. Don't, stuff. don't, don't frame it like I'm not respecting you know, the guy. You, you don't. You're doing the Damon thing you're here. You're trying to make. You're trying to get me in and fights with drivers and you're counting count try, out. You're like trying. You're trying to at the Logan. same time. You're trying to get in a fight with Logan and get on Damon's side with that one. No, I like Logan. You know, I'm not Damon that, that wants to tear him down. You know, we gotta find something to do and get you two on a team with Logan, and and I'll go find someone good at that thing and like team logan. up with him and, and i shook logan's hand and told him did i said logan i might you guys you guys can take jacob i'll take logan we'll do so i don't know what we'll do we'll get we'll get a game going or it something like basketball maybe it sounds like a kid now i'm not you don't want to see me shoot this. that's what i mean like i'll just grab one of the iowa state walk on set i know and that's we'll why, play that's basketball game that's why i talk about this stuff and don't do it <laughs> good at it oh man uh i think that's that's about all we can talk about houston's basically uh i'm excited for it man i can't wait to see i i really hope we can get it in tomorrow and just feel it's going to be different yeah i i hope we can get it in because i'll be at off-road speedway on sunday if houston's uh gets the race on saturday obviously guys i wouldn't leave this weekend to go cover a a quote-unquote smaller race both being put on by the world of outlaws i guess so it's not but yeah uh either way we'll be at mason city tuesday with the outlaw late models outlaws late models i keep doing that i don't want to disrespect them or anything you know let's let's talk about that high limit deal on the uh on the stage today oh yeah geo and chase just made a joke I, it was nothing but a joke not. like between the two and god damn you, know, you can't people make get... jokes on social media without it being a big problem yeah it's 
Gio literally tweeted about it not being a big deal. And I had a guy respond to me. And this is what I said back to him. I said, you just sent a tweet to a driver who told you this isn't a big deal to complain your way into saying that of how big of a deal this is and how stupid it is. Yeah. And what, and I told Josh this before we started, cause we were, we were talking about it, but yeah, you don't see a Pepsi driver in NASCAR drinking Coke. Yeah. Right. Like uh, they ultimately are competitors, you know, and if you're, if you're a Bush light guy, you're not going to walk around with a core shirt. Even if it, even if it's the comfortable gray looking shirt with the faded logo. Yep. So that aspect of things, it's weird, you know, um, but I would say it aligns with stuff that happens and I felt like they handled it pretty well. I mean, you they didn't have anything to handle. It's just a joke between the two. This is the, it's the biggest nothing burger of all time. I totally agree. Uh, like you watch the video and you're like, what the fuck are they like mad about? Like, and then the rivalry gets played up and then the egos come out a little bit. Not, not even from fans. It's just like, it reminds them like, this is a thing that's going on right now. And we're competitors against each other. And it's like, you, you guys can turn it off a bit especially this weekend of all things like my god or just you know you have a format you have a format that caters to the guy that has to leave and this is i'm not trying to say that they did this format so that kyle larson could go to nascar practice josh is doing a little stirring the pot thing right now uh but you have a format catered to the guy that runs the high limit series and the other guy is damn high in points they're both going to be contending for this one it's almost like if you run well when when you're on the track, it works out. I would love to see them like throw like a high limit reference into the microphone if they won. They, they oh like Brad or uh, I was just run I was just running the, my car to the absolute high limit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, no, I that would should, fire people up. They should let me fucking write their post race quotes. <laughs> I'm excited for the, the electricity. I mean, anybody that's ever been to, to a big race knows that it's different when it's the finale day. And I mean, that's the, the biggest paying race or the biggest in history winner in, in world of outlaws history. And yeah, man, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be fun. Now, if you remember last year uh, on this day, Saturday was the day that Todd Quirin announced that it would be the base paying race in, uh, world of outlaws history todd quaring is not a guy that likes to keep things the same yep wonder if we'll get an announcement or something tomorrow i, I know, know nothing this is all speculation i'm not trying to tease something but you do wonder if there's any some people will, some people will think i'm teasing something i'm blatantly not i'm just that's why i said todd quaring's that guy like i don't know anything um i meant to cool. i meant to ask him tonight too and he was drinking with like five people i didn't want to like walk up there and pull him to the side or walk into a circle of people I don't know and just ask him, but maybe I should have, I don't know. Uh, but no, it, it could be something and we'll see. And hopefully the weather holds off and, you know, I get to continue this adventurous weekend and, and do the thing and all that stuff. But elsewhere in racing, you don't have anything else from Houston's, right? 
Uh, have we touched on Matt Jewell, the update that we got yesterday? I no, no, go for it. Yeah, so it, it, I think it, it was posted officially on his own racing page on Facebook that um, he had a, a fractured T5 vertebrae. I think uh, we also heard that he was fit for a, a back brace as well today. So um, <laughs> thankful that, that that was not any worse than it was. Uh, it, it stinks because he was he is the, the points leader at Houston's and just, you know, genuinely a good dude. So um thinking about him and, and hoping that he has a quick recovery and can be on the track sooner rather than later, even though it, it pretty much derails the whole summer of money for him. Um, but we're, we're happy that he's as healthy as can be after, you know, what, what looked to kind of be a, a scary incident there. Yeah. He never, never wants to see a guy go to the hospital. I think that's a good segue to, uh, Carl Hoffman's. Yeah. Uh, injured tonight in the narc race uh, over at Skagit. And we'll talk about the results in a second of it. Uh, he went to the hospital with a possible concussion. Per, uh, per narc, right? Yeah, per, yeah, yeah, per uh, narc's release and all that. Um, ended up being all right. Uh, so that's fantastic news. Um, yeah, you never want to see guys go to the hospital. I did want to clear something up with the possible concussion thing. I haven't told this story on the podcast. So I missed day one of the high bank nationals last year, uh, because I was playing hockey and Tuesday, I took a helmet uh, to the chin. I wear a visor, uh, because I forgot my helmet at home one day, wore a visor and then was like, fuck i can see a lot better i'm already blind i need all the help i can get uh i took a uh, helmet to the chin ripped my ripped the crap out of my chin open had to get a few stitches had like the worst looking beard for a week and a half because couldn't shave it with the stitches in and um i'm we go to the er and they talk about all this stuff and he's like so like you got like hit with like pretty blunt force trauma and like into the jaw and uh you like might you probably have a concussion and i'm like okay well i know it's tuesday and i know i'm supposed to leave tomorrow at like 10 o'clock and drive to houston's and it's 1 30 right now uh a.m and uh yeah is there, there's no one in the hospital that can give me a concussion test and they said no like f- flat out like looked at me straight in the eye seriously and said no i don't know what the hell. every middle school and up football co- this is the biggest like conspiracy theory of mine in the world yeah like josh is trying to give me one right now i'm like no one here can give me a fucking concussion test i swear to god every middle school football coach in the country is certified in giving a concussion test i don't know how easy that is but i guarantee you like it can't be hard it really cannot be hard. And I was shocked when he said, no, no one down the hall. There's nobody here. It's like 1, 1 a.m., dude. And I'm like, what do you mean? You say this like it's normal. No one can give me a fucking concussion test. So that, yeah, probable concussion or possible concussion, I think possible was the possible. word they used. Yeah. I think he told me probable, which I didn't have a concussion. I like, I, I was it's weird. Yeah, I, I was good. We looked up how to do a concussion test. My dad gave me one. <laughs> we were we're sitting there good. You know, so Yeah, and you're totally normal and fine. I'm I'm a dipshit. I was <laughs> fucked up way before though. <laughs> like, <laughs> this has just been me. I've just been the same guy. Uh so yeah, if if you were wondering about that, that's that's where that was. I don't think it's anything like 
Oh, he might have a concussion, but we still want him to race tomorrow. So we're saying possible yeah. instead of definite. You I, know, and I think so because he, he was taken. That's oh, something yeah. that we that I think as a as a sport probably could get a little better at as well. Um, what do you mean? Just concussions are nothing to, to mess around with. Oh yeah, absolutely you can see not that in the NFL and um, you know. But there, I will I will tell of, you I will tell you there's different people that will you aren't going to stop them from not caring about that. Not like that sounded kind of malicious how I said it. Um, yeah. there's, there are determined drivers. Or the that people will, that are like, you know, it's me and it's, you know, it's my decision. And this is probably a, a whole topic by itself. Like they could be discussed on its own episode, honestly, but it, it does impact a lot of other people like with the symptoms and stuff that you can, you can feel, you know, we we've heard talking to people, to, to drivers about it before that, some guys have had to step back some because of things that they felt. And yeah, when you're going very fast, you, you're trying to wrangle a 900 horsepower, 1400 pound race car. You need to be aware and have your, your full cognitive ability. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and the, the resources that the NFL has is, is way different than what the, the world of Oh, let's not, let's not, pray, like let's that. not parade like, the NFL around no, as that, masters, masters even, of concussion. No, but I mean, just resource wise, that's, <laughs> that's not even a fair comparison either. I know exactly what you were trying to say in any league, but the NFL would be no. fine to bring that up. You could have brought up the NBA and said like, they have good resources and doctors <laughs> fucking of any, of anything to bring up injury related to say the NFL's the, the but echelon. They have, but they have no, whereas and they, you were, they, have yeah. the, they have the worst history with dealing with them. Yes. Yes. That. But, but they have the most doctors now because of the money they have right. and teams are yeah. tasked at utilizing those doctors. And you still have issues like with Tua and like that was a whole thing. But yeah. <laughs> it's still wild. You yeah. just said that. Well, like, I wish we were video. We got to do the tripod thing next year. Not, not, not even next year. We're going to cover more big races together. Uh, yeah. I, I like the dynamic that Josh and I have going to do the content meeting on the show that we always do. But I hope you guys like that stuff. No one tells me they don't like shit. Like I, I get like what I want is like criticism of what you don't like on the podcast. And it's like Connor counting in the microphone, like shit like that. Like, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, elsewhere, Corey Day though, like to, to, yeah, to put it, we, yeah. we, you know, we've been at Houston, so like we haven't gotten to watch much more than like the the end of features, and, and that's stuff. that is the shittiest part of this fucking event because guys, like I'm, it is not normal. What I'm focused only on the Houston Houston's race tonight. Usually, I'm looking at times and shit from everywhere, and it's no, but I can't tonight, and it's nobody's fault either because you have like yeah, it you is. have so much, but you don't, you only have so much time. Like you just come off of the. Ohio speed week. Oh, you you're talking, you're PA talking speed. about like, like the scheduling. You only have so many weekends and stuff. And I like, see what you mean. No, no, I can handle that like being stuff over overlap. IMS can handle 325,000 people and have the clearest Wi-Fi of any race we're that not, Jeff Gluck covers all year. We're not going Jack Trice wifi. stadium. Can't get Wi-Fi when they have a ticketing system. That's all online. Houston's can't get any signal that we're half your texts aren't sending and you can only send tweets without photos we've, if, we've, but we've been over that i know so like, i know i'm just dead, trying to i'm trying i love beating dead horses man yeah i mean hopefully that's something that they can improve on i, I think that they're well aware of it and you know 
Just talk to anybody. I don't know if they, yeah. Talk to anybody in the pit area. Oh, I think the it's, pit area is well aware of it. I just I haven't stage. seen any upgrades. Well, but it, it's not easy. Either. I'm asking for upgrades. I'm openly asking for upgrades. I'll ask Todd. I, I will. I'll, I think it's a fair question. Yeah, I th okay. We'll do it tomorrow. Uh, maybe I'll get Todd on the video. Hopefully I can. I don't like putting a camera in people's faces after they've been drinking either. But No, that's not fair. So we'll see. We'll do that. Uh, Corey Day, lights out. Uh, we did. We're going to get... Dominic Selzy on here if he wins tomorrow. You look good tonight from what we could Corey see. And it's Corey and Dominic at the top two of the Skagit points going into tomorrow for 62000 to win. Uh, I, I haven't looked at the format just like you haven't because yeah, all the shit we're doing here. It's tough. We're just like so busy during during the day and at night time gets away. And like, I mean, we just talked about the Wi-Fi. It's hard to keep up to date with, with other stuff that's going on because of that. But uh Hopefully, hopefully it times yeah. out to where you know you can watch watch the the Houston stuff on Dervision yep. and get over to, to Flow and watch the the end of the Super Dirt Cup stuff because it's it's a hell of a show. It's gadget. It's usually a really racy track and, and fun to watch. Yeah, over in late model land, uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. won the uh, Fender Rocket race over at Lernerville. Uh, prelim night uh, for their big one tomorrow. Um, and then Bobby Pierce and Brandon Shepard took prelim wins at 81 Speedway. Bobby Pierce? No, 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 not yet. No, Pierce, Bobby yeah, Pierce. Bo Bobby Pierce. You, you misheard me. I know. I, we... <laughs> Bobby Pierce. It's late. We're going to work on some stuff with that. Uh, so stay tuned for that little teaser for you guys. Uh, other than that, I think we got to wrap it up now. We've been talking too long. So appreciate everybody. Uh, there's definitely, there's got, there's at least three things I forgot to mention on here, but uh, I hope you guys like these post-race pods. As long as this race goes live tomorrow, uh, being tomorrow, be, being tonight, being Saturday, uh, we'll have a post-race podcast. Um, if it goes to Sunday, I definitely won't. Uh, Still might have a chance to get some cool content potentially tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everything is going to be uh, insane either way. Uh, and yeah, we're going to make the best of whatever situation they throw at us so the big, I, the big races have started it's 3 30 uh there's supposed to be a big storm coming in it looks like it hasn't even rained uh i, I don't want to i don't want to get people's hopes up too much but i just no. the forecast again and it's actually looking better than what it was yeah this like this entire week has just been look at this bad forecast that never freaking came yeah. i felt one drop of rain all week and maybe we don't feel any if sacrificing a whole bunch of weekly shows is going to allow us to get a full week of, of a big race in. I'm all for it. We didn't sacrifice shit. That, no, that just sucked. It sucked, but hey. There's th two or three different <laughs> times. I can't remember now. I've lost count. I was halfway to Knoxville. And I get a call like, hey, did you see their tweet? I'm like, fuck. But let's let's keep the summer of money rolling and not have to miss anything. Everybody will be happy about that. We'll keep it rolling. Thank you, guys. Uh for listening to the show thanks for supporting always race day uh literally living my dream job um and keep supporting us and, and do what you can be vocal about it and, and the tell group. tell every media member you see that always race is kicking their ass don't do that please <laughs> but please share when you see stuff share it retweet it like it it helps go tag the carl Otter group just tell them that you yeah. love us and thank yeah thank carl Otter group because they help make this possible yeah our premium literal foundation of what we do and the cleanest cars you've ever been sold no dirt with that
All right, we'll, we'll sign off though. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Hope you enjoy tonight. Uh, tune in live on Dervision. I, I assume seven thirty hot lives. I haven't heard a time yet, but yep. look for it. We'll have updates all day long and always race day, and we'll have lineups up in the morning. So appreciate y'all.